0: Let's say the base gets overrun. Your ECP, entry control point, that goes down. V-bit hits it, that's a vehicle born IED. Bad guys start running into the base. You need to have the physical ability to fight at all times. This is the only way everybody survives or has the ability to survive. Welcome back to another Brutally Honest Podcast with me, your host, Nico Ortiz. Today, we're going to be talking about something near and dear to my heart, as I'm sure you guys know, the military. Over the years, as always, the military is changing amongst all of the branches. But specifically today, we're going to be talking about the United States Army. And as we know, with society, the news, everything going on in the world, times are changing. And because of that, so is the military. But we're going to talk about the Army because that is the only branch I've actively served in. And that's what I'm going to be talking about. And for the Army, it's not looking too good. As per usual, recruitment has been down. And I guess one of the main reasons I'm talking about this is not to exactly complain. It's to bring things to life for a lot of people who are actively serving, people who want to join, people who are confused about the news, so on and so forth, and all the other veterans out there that have served previously. And when I say bring things to light, I'm meaning I am going to talk about the things I do and don't like that are going on right now, but also as what we should all do when we talk about problems in the world, if you're gonna talk about it, you need to have possible solutions. They may not work, but you need to have options. You can't just be the type of person to complain about something and then expect something to be fixed when all you're doing is complain, complain, complain. How are you helping? Close your mouth because you're not helping. We already know what's going on. Allow people who are trying to fix those solutions talk and speak. If you're just complaining, you're actually part of the problem. And because of that, I highly encourage a lot of people to look in the mirror and truly ask themselves the question, am I helping, am I trying to make a change, or am I part of the problem? And it will not be an easy thing to do. You're going to have to swallow a lot of pride, ego, etc., and you have to separate your emotions from these decisions and thoughts. And I guess what inspired me to have this be the next topic of the Brutally Honest podcast, the Army recently just released a new program also known as Army Fat Camp. I actually made a video about this on YouTube on my reaction channel, Nico Ortiz. If you want to go ahead and get a good laugh or get super pissed off, I highly recommend you go and check that out. And aside from already making the video, the reason I wanted to talk about it right now is because I posted the video and not really in a lot of the YouTube comments, specifically more so Instagram and TikTok. A lot of people had to say that I don't really think they understand the situation here, so I am not attacking these people in any way, shape, or form on all my platforms. You guys are welcomed and encouraged to actually disagree with me on anything and everything that I say because it allows us to see the other side of the coin, understand people's opinions and thought processes, and by doing that, we're able to come up with solutions or at least come to a point of understanding and respect so we can all coexist in this world, which should be the goal. But yeah, once again, do not attack these people. I will not be dropping names. I will drop in the comments that they did say. So if you guys go looking for them, please, 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 please. Leave them alone. They are entitled to share their opinions and think however they want, just like me and all of you watching and or listening. But before I actually read those comments, let me describe to you guys a little bit more about what this army fat camp really, really is. So from the army times we have, the army will be establishing a pre-basic training preparatory course at Fort Jackson, South Carolina, where they will offer 90 days of training to prospective troops who don't meet aptitude test or body fat standards to start boot camp. The service acknowledged last week that its recruiting crisis means it will miss its end strength goal by approximately 10,000 troops in fiscal year 2022 with an estimated drop of around half a million soldiers. Hence why they're opening this program. They don't care about you. They're just looking for numbers and finding a way for you to join. I really hope you're hearing what's going on. Officials explained Tuesday that the move to establish future soldier preparatory course was an indirect response to the recruiting shortfall. It also argued that it has the potential to help the service mitigate two trends in the applicant pool, worsening obesity rates and declining scores of the Army Force Qualification Test. Long story short, the Army is going to allow you to say, hey, you want to be a soldier? Cool, you're a soldier. But before you go, really quick, you got to go to this camp where we're going to help you try and lose the weight, et cetera, et cetera. We are going to allow you, somebody who did not put in the work, to lose the weight before you came to show that you actually want to be here and you give a We're just going to put that to the side. doesn't matter. We need the numbers. So... Come on over here. So once I heard this and I saw the video of all of these people wearing the military uniforms, trying to lose the weight, da 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 da, I was like, what the f- am I looking at? What is this bullshit I see here before my very eyeballs? Do I think the army should be putting money and time and effort into this program? No, I do not at all. Why, Nico? Why would you not want people to come and join the military? That's not what I'm saying. I don't want people who don't give a fuck and who are not going to put in the work to join the military. There is a difference. We reacted to this on my live stream and I asked everybody who's been trying to join the military, putting in the time, the effort, and the work. When people come to me and they're like, dude, I'm overweight, what do I do? I say, hey, look, I love the fact that you want to join. Prove to me and your recruiter who told you you can't join because you're overweight, lose the f***ing weight, dude. Go run, change your diet, be better, be serious about this, give a f- Because if I look to my left and my right and I see people overweight who obviously didn't meet the standard to be here, why should anybody be trying to meet the standard? Why are we lowering standards and then asking the question, why is the military getting worse? Are you fucking kidding me? And I also don't want to see people to my left and my right who are overweight, not able to do their job, but I have to depend on them with my life? No, thank you. And that army is one of the problems why... Nobody wants to join your branch anymore. That's why you have a recruiting crisis. Nobody wants to join the losing team willing to take everybody. Have some f- tryouts. Have some f- savages get in there. Well, they're doing that and it's not really working. Well, don't worry, I'm going to get to that too. But first, like I talked about before, let me kind of hit the nail on the head about some of these comments on Instagram. From the clip that I showed, which is right here. It's hard when you don't have the support. This isn't a f- support group. It's the f- military, bro. With Die for this After people saw that, they didn't um, think to understand. There was an entire YouTube video. They didn't bother to look. They just let their emotions run rampant and say, first of all, things like, you're just doing this for clout to push your agenda. What agenda? The fact that I want the military to be an outstanding branch of proud people who serve their country and, and do the very best they can. I am confusion. I don't understand what you were talking about. A lot of the responses were just very fast without thought from people and extremely emotional. People were like, oh, well, what if she's a single mother going through a hard time? Listen very closely, everybody. I don't give up. If you're a single mother and you're going through a hard time, I don't care. What does that have to do with you putting in the time and the work to lose the weight and join the military? I know plenty of single mothers who bust their they work so hard not only to get into the military, but they stay in the military doing their job, what they signed up for and taking care of their family to all the single mothers out there. I clap for you. I am proud to call you a valued member of my team. I am proud to call you my sisters in arms. You are amazing. The person in the video, I don't know if they're a single mother. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. People are jumping to conclusions here, throwing out bullshit. So let me play around with a, a little bit of this, right? I'm just, I don't care if they're single mothers. If you're a single mother, you want to join the military, fucking lose the way and join the military. That, just because you're a single mother, doesn't mean you can't do things. I believe every single mother has the potential to do everything and anything that they want. If they are willing to put in the work and the effort. It it blew my mind. What if they're a single mother? Uh, and? When we get here, we want you to do your job. So we don't all die together. And yeah, we're not exactly in a crazy war right now. But it doesn't matter. Train how you fight. We must always be ready and prepared. Because if we are not... That is how we suffer immense losses on the battlefield when that time comes, and it will come again. You'd be a fool to think it will not. And some of the next comments were like, oh, what about like mental health awareness and stuff? Like, what about like suicide rates? These, these people need like help and stuff like that. Then go get a therapist bro to be in this support group of the united states military you need to earn the right to put on the uniform and be called a soldier and then only at that point in time will you be able to look to those to your left and to your right who have gone through the same suffering and struggle as you and that will be your support group because the people you serve with are the ones who care about you not the military, not the army, not the Marine Corps, not whoever you want to talk about. It's not them. It's about the people you serve with. That's who you truly care about you. And those are the people that care about you. And on top of that, calling it like a whole support group and stuff like that and da-da-da-da-da. I don't even know where some of these comments came from, people. It's obviously people who have never served or people, like I said, extremely, extremely emotional responses. And then on top of the whole mental survival thing they're like this is why veterans commit suicide um they're not a veteran they're not in the military yet they are an overweight civilian who got to put on the uniform and that is not a knock on them i wish them the very best but you shouldn't be here yet you need to earn the right to be here then you need to earn the right going through basic training and ait to call yourself a soldier now the suicide part comes in where you allow overweight individual the person who doesn't give a to come into the military they can't do their job You're getting shot at, right? Anybody who's been to comment knows um, when rounds are flying, you actually tend to do a lot of running. You tend to get very, very tired. And if you can't keep up and I need you to have my back for this fight, I say, hey, I need one up here with me now. It's getting hot. Lots of bullets are coming in. I need suppression. I need people right now. And you can't get there and somebody dies? Everybody looks at you and the people who kill themselves, kill themselves because they can't believe they let someone like you into this service and they have to live with the guilt of not calling you out on your shit and making you a better soldier or individual. That is something I could personally dive into a lot, but we're going to move on because there's a lot of little things we need to talk about. But let me know down below in the comments how everybody's feeling about this right now. Please, go ahead, share your opinions, argue, go back and forth, because this is the only way we can come to understanding. Some people are like, oh, well, if recruiting numbers are down, why wouldn't you just let people like this into the military? You need the help anyways. The reality is we need help from the people who want to be here, not random people who just show up and want to play soldier for a little bit without putting in the work. You have to put in not just work, but you have to put in suffering. And that's an honest statement. All of you veterans will understand that at least. And if we did just let anybody and everybody in, one, there's going to be a lot of insider threats, which means all the bad guys and all the bad people, they're going to be the ones serving on your left and your right. They're going to get the government secrets and then we will fall. And guess what? Also by just letting all these random people in, the military will just become the civilian sector who gets to play dress up and wear a uniform. There would not be any military anymore. And this is where I had to take a deep breath and I had to sit and I'm just like, a lot of these people don't understand. People were saying stuff like, well, maybe they don't have to fight on the front lines. You can just give them a desk job. What does it matter? They can be overweight at a desk. Wrong, very, very wrong. And let me tell you why. Here's an example. We can have all these super fit elite dudes, whatever you want to call it, fighting on the front lines, but people die, things happen. Bases have gotten overrun plenty of times in the past. These things happen. Let's say the base gets overrun. Your ECP, entry control point, that goes down. V-bit hits it, that's a vehicle born IED. Bad guys start running into the base. You need to be able to pick up a gun, understand the commands that will be given to you, the tactics, so on and so forth, required to accomplish the mission and drive out the enemies on the post, installation, whatever you want to call it at that point in time. You need to have the physical ability to fight at all all times this is the only way everybody survives or has the ability to survive and that is just at the lowest level and that requires a sense of physical fitness and so we can just move on past this topic those are just a little bit of the things i had to brush over for the army fat camp let me know if you guys think it should or should not exist i do not think it should in any way shape or form i think there's a better way of doing it very easy oh you're overweight you got this diet workout run so on and so forth Google it, there's a lot of options, okay? Then when you're ready, you come in here, you show me you've lost the weight when we put you on the scale. I would be more than happy to make sure you have an outstanding, amazing military career because you deserve it, because you want to be there and you have shown everybody you wanna be there. The military as a whole is a results-based business. We don't care about your words, we care about your actions. Well, words can really, really hurt people. Go to therapy, okay, because in war, Words don't kill people, actions do. That is why they matter. So Army, when the people see these overweight people being able to join and do all of these things and they have already lost the weight and they're meeting the standards, they don't want to serve alongside them. They wanted to serve alongside the other people who wanted to be there like themselves. It is literally pushing so many people away. How do you not see this? So I will voice it and I will allow you to come up with um, your own conclusion opinion of, oh, maybe this program is not really working. Maybe we should work on not putting much money, time and efforts into allowing people who don't mean the standard to come in, but put that money towards maybe ads, or other things, and let's talk about ads. I've already talked about some of the woke stuff, and by the way, I know this is a loose term now. Uh, To anybody who is part of that community, I apologize for how I use that term, but due to that extremist component inside of the woke community, please police your own. They are ruining it, and they are throwing all of you in with the wrong crowd. But the army released their woke commercial not too long ago, well, yeah, a little while ago, over a year ago, I did a reaction to it, right? Commercial, absolutely terrible. The army was trying to finesse people into joining, blah, 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 don't care. Now let's talk about one of the newest ads. Let's talk about one of the best ads I have ever seen amongst all of the military branches. How the army made an outstanding ad that made me jump out of my seat and want to re-enlist in the United States army and be a proud service member and how they took it down. They took it down because a man, Jonathan Majors, an actor, who was accused of assaulting his girlfriend. Army, what are you doing? I totally understand some of the relations and all of these things and why, how it might bring some heat to you guys. But all you showed from this outstanding commercial. God, it was so good. For those of you who want to see it, I did do a reaction on it. I don't know if the United States Army has put it back on YouTube. please go and watch it. It is so good. But the actor, Jonathan Majors, who is an outstanding actor, he is awesome, was accused of assaulting his girlfriend. And so far, there's been a lot of proof that it was false accusations or the fact that the other people twisted the words and that he did not do anything wrong. But what did the United States Army do after filming this and trying to show people that they can be all they can be and come to the Army. Army, all you did is show that once the going gets tough, the Army quits on you. That's all you did. You got rid of one of your best ad pieces in years. Full spread and any anything you could have done. There was nothing better than that commercial. There was two that they took down just because he was in it. But why would anybody want to join you if just because of an accusation you quit and abandon them? That because that's realistically what it was. You pulled the ads because you care about how you look. You don't care about the people that are actually trying to help you out. Yeah, you paid them, whatever. But he helped you out and did one of the coolest. It struck me. To. My. Core. When I saw the bus scene. In fact, you know what? We're gonna go ahead and play it really quick. Where you can draw strength from those beside you. And make your history. And every time that gives me, like, chills. Because it just is so powerful. But all you did was kill the vibe and show that you, you don't care. You just want people to come sign a piece of paper and, and have them give you four years of their life. But you love to push these woke agendas, celebrate these different months and sh- but you're lying to them. You lie saying everybody's accepted into the military. No, apparently only the emotional and overweight, not the people who Work hard, stay physically fit, mentally tough, who want to be there. They're gonna go to other branches now. So I hope you fix yourselves. I hope you put that ad back up. It might actually help you out a lot. And I want people to still join the Army. I don't want people to give up on the branch that I joined and I believe to be the strongest and most powerful branch because you're turning into a joke. Army, what I think you should do, in my personal opinion, because, you know, I'm trying to come up with solutions here. Put the ad back up, and I think you guys should issue a giant statement apologizing to everybody For the stupid you've been doing, it's probably the only way to save yourself before the army becomes the weakest and most. Unjoinable branch. And in regards to being, you know, a a branch going through this recruiting crisis, let's talk about something on the U.S. Army Recruiting Command official website. So, what are some of the recruiting challenges the Army has to face? Awareness 50% of youth admit they know little to nothing about military service. Qualified youth 71% of youth do not qualify for military service because of obesity, drugs, physical and mental health problems, misconduct, and aptitude. Family business, 79% of recruits have a relative who served disconnect with society. Only 1% of the population currently serves. Veteran population is declining. And before I even continue army, first of all, you're welcome. You're welcome for uh 2021 and 2022 and how I was probably the biggest recruiter for not only United States Army but the entire military as a whole just from the military branches characters and skits. You're welcome. This up is on you. And I have to make videos like this because I love the military, but I will not push a branch that is full of. Sh- I will not be part of this whole, oh, let's just get people to sign up and allow it to be what it is. No, I genuinely care for my entire community, everybody that watches my videos, and I care about the service members who are serving currently right now. And so if you have that 70th percentile that's not able to join, you already mentioned obesity, you should kick that to the curb because you're already kicking people out due to tattoos, piercings, and all these other things, which, by the way, I will say the Army has updated their tattoo policy. So anybody worrying about that, we will hit it up here in just a few. Minutes. And in regards to what you can and can't do, Army, your eligibility requirements on your website are f- terrible. People have so many questions and you can't answer. Sh- because right now on goarmy.com, it says enlisted soldiers. Enlisted soldiers are the backbone of the Army, responsible for carrying out orders and ensuring the success of their unit's mission. Here are the requirements to become an enlisted soldier ages between 17 to 35 years old, medically and physically fit, and in good moral standing. Physically fit, huh? Okay. Good, good. Love to hear that. Citizenship. A U.S. citizen or permanent residence with a valid green card. Education. A high school graduate or equivalent. Test scores. A minimal score of the Army's placement exam. And for officers, it's the ages of 17 to 31. Same thing about medically and physically fit. Same thing about citizenship status and your education A college graduate by the time you're commissioned as an officer. Hmm. And then I want to jump into some of your guys' frequently asked questions. Can I join if I have a medical disqualification? Yes, you can still join with a medical disqualification as long as you get a medical waiver, which is issued on a case-by-case basis. Can I still join if I have asthma, poor vision, or poor hearing? Asthma will only prevent you from joining if you were diagnosed with it after your 13th birthday. Hearing, vision and asthma qualifications are usually determined by medical exams and are not service specific. You can still request an asthma vision or hearing loss waiver if a doctor denies your application. Um okay for those of you who don't know when I joined I had asthma I just lied about it. Army, I think I did great. I scored a 300 on all of my PT tests. I got over the mental blockage of having asthma attacks in basic training. My drill instructor literally looked at me and said, are you having an asthma attack? I said, yes, I am, but I'm okay. Give me a second, drill sergeant. He said, listen, when your friends are dying on the field, you can either choose to quit like you're quitting right now, or you can realize you're just having a hard time breathing collect yourself and get back after it. Now, I understand asthma is a medical condition. It's very, very bad. I used to have asthma attacks and be hospitalized basically every single month. If you used to play football with me as a kid for years, uh, I was getting pulled off the field in an ambulance every once in a while um, as a kid because my lungs just could not handle physical fitness. And I would like to thank the Army for helping me realize a good portion of that um, is mental because I refuse to let anything truly cripple me. Fastest person on the two mile, fastest person in the five mile, fastest person on the 12 mile ruck march. I have plaques in my room and in all of my streams talking about all of that. So I don't understand how you're not accepting people. Allow them to show you their potential if they're willing to put in the work. Don't allow them to just put on the uniform and stuff like that. Say, here are the health and physical fitness requirements. Meet this and we could join in. You take the test, you pass it, great, we'll give you a shot. That's all people need. But keep a true standard. Don't just allow them to join. Another question is, Can I join if I have ADHD? Yes, it will only prevent you from joining Army if you have been treated with ADHD and ADD medications within the last year or if you display obvious signs of the condition. In case you guys don't know, I have pretty severe ADHD. I was diagnosed as a kid. Uh, I almost did not graduate high school. Why? I didn't get or understand anything. I had an extremely hard time learning. Why? Because my brain was bouncing all over the place. I couldn't sit still in my seat yada, yada, yada. And yes, I did take my medications five months before going to basic training. I just lied to the army and said I didn't. And army, for me lying, you're welcome. Because if I didn't join the army, I wouldn't have been able to put you guys where you're at in uh, 2021, 2022 for your recruiting numbers. We've truly lost our ability to allow others to show us our potential. In the military We allow people to show us their potential and that is how we choose who we want to get promoted, who we want to stay, who we want to give bonuses to, who we want to allow to go to schools because they put in the work and their actions are what speak to us. So maybe your guys' best option is actually going back to your old ways instead of being engulfed in this stupid ass woke bullshit and civilian culture, who, which for some reason you're allowing them to control the military. What sense does that make? I just don't understand right now how you're separating people who can and can't join. We're kicking away people because of medical issues and problems, but they're willing to put in the work and be a proud member who serves. You're kicking away people with tattoos. You're kicking away people who have done drugs in the past, who want to make their way of life better. I guess at the end of the day, more so than frustrated, I'm just confused. What are you doing? Seriously, I I have no idea what you are doing, Army. You want to recruit people, right? Okay, great. Get rid of all the emotional shit. Make sure there is a fitness standard and then allow people to come and try out and make ads that make sense. Back to the ones where it shows how crazy and chaotic it is, how strong and mentally, physically fit you have to be and how proud you will become once you actually join the United States Army. Because that's what made me want to join. And that's what made a lot of other people Want to join. And if I'm not mistaken, those are the people who won you wars and made you the strongest branch. So now, why are we lowering standards, allowing basically anybody who isn't physically fit, mentally tough to come and join, and then making these ads that say we care about your mom and dad's gender, we care about how you identify, we care about your pronouns, and we care about all this shit? No, f- that shit. If you cared, about everybody and those people who are find those things important you would protect them by building an amazing strong and powerful military branch that says hey if anybody wants to fuck with america we're coming for your ass bitch not oh my god make sure when you get here or fight us on the battlefield we have pronouns and you need to respect that sir bro I just don't get it. And on top of that, I'm even more confused because um, for anybody who's actually served in the military, you can go ahead and let everybody in the comments know when the army baits those people in who say, yeah, we care about what gender you are. We respect it. We respect your part. No, we don't. I don't give a f- what you call yourself. I'll call you whatever the fuck you want. And you're still going to do your job. Why? Because we need you to. You need to care about the people on your left and your right. Not what you call them, what the color of their skin is, all that bullshit. We need to do your job because they're going to do their job. They're going to make sure you stay alive. Like I said, actions speak. Words are irrelevant. And I know this podcast episode may seem like a little bit all over the place with some of the topics and how I'm hitting things. But that's the problem. The army, you're doing all these little things that are just stupid here, here, here. it just doesn't make sense. It seems like you're in a panic. Like you have no idea how to recruit anymore. Have some fucking backbone and be honest with the people. Tell them who you're looking for. And I promise those who are up to the task will arrive. They will walk up into the recruiting's office and say, I want to be part of something that's strong, not something that is woke, weak, and emotional. And Army, if you guys see this, I know you will because the Army's reached out for me to say some things on their behalf and et cetera, et cetera, which I'm not going to until you fix your ways or you show you actually give a about everybody i would love to help the united states army out. i would love to put a massive ad for out for you guys i would love to speak publicly and promote you but that's only if i can see things be implemented and put into action that show we're on the right track and you care about the united states of america because right now you're just some bullsh- marketing company so army if you want some help reach out I am here for you and everybody watching, listening in the comments. Let's go ahead and drop in the comments. How can we come up with actual solutions for the United States Army in this recruiting crisis that they're facing and all these weird things that they're doing? Because I'm, I'm almost at a loss for words, if you can't tell by the entire podcast episode. And for those of you who are still like, oh, I don't know if I should join, but I want to and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, go into the recruiter's office. Talk to them. Figure out what job you want to do. And this is not just the Army. This is any military branch. As long as you put in the work and you show up prepared and you do your very best to be a valued member of a team in the United States military, you will go far and you will do great things. Things, and I hope the very best for you. And so that's it for me, your host, Nico Ortiz for the Brutally Honest podcast. We are slowly working on bringing more and more episodes here, more structured and better than this one. But this topic had to be touched on. But the goal is to get an episode out every two weeks for now while I'm finishing setting everything up. And then we will be on a weekly basis from actually hard covering specific topics too, kind of jumping around, uh, and kind of doing like a news type of thing, talking about specific things going on in the world. But, uh, yeah, thanks for stopping by.